Welcome everybody to Dead Talk Live. I am your host Viz and today we are joined by Jay Prishkelnik. Jay, thank Hi. you so much. Jai. Jai. Sorry. <laughs> you know, I, I've been practicing the last name all day long <laughs> and when you know it, I screw up the first name that only has two letters. The Jai. last name was perfect. <laughs> Jai, <laughs> welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me. It is our it's my pleasure to talk to you. The movie was so much fun and let's just get right to it. Now Monster High, I did a bit of research on it. It was a fashion doll. It was a toy that started in 2010 that became so enormously successful it started spawning these animated uh television movies. Uh now what were your thoughts when you got this role? Did you know anything about Monster High? Did you have to look it up? What exactly was your knowledge of the show? Yeah, so I actually grew up seeing the dolls in stores. I really admired them. I wasn't allowed to have them back then, um, but I did play with them a lot when I went to my cousin's house because she had like every single doll. Um, so when I got the audition, I just watched as much content as I could. Um, there are a bunch of different, or now we're in the third generation of Monster High. So at the time there were only two generations, mm -hmm. but in that there are so many different, uh, show, there were a, a web series, um, and then a bunch of different movies. So there was a lot of material for me to look into and I got the audition. And I want to tell our audience before we continue, the movie is out now and available on Paramount Plus. So you, you don't have to wait. You can go and check it out. It's a children's family movie musical on top of that yeah. as well. Now with, you know, family shows, you... Uh, it's a testament to the success of this franchise that it's going on 12 years now because what happens is kids have their favorite shows, they grow up, but what's going on with this one is a new generation has come in to take its place and it's sort of sustained the franchise and it keeps getting more and more popular. What do you attribute its success to that it's passed on from one generation to the next already? Oh, that's such a great question. Um, I think, well, you said it. I think what everybody loves about Monster High is what it had when it first started, which is that it's a fashion doll. Uh -huh. And it's all about embracing the part of yourself that's so unique that no one else has. Um, and they do that through these different monster archetypes in the form of teenagers. Yes. So I think it's a really fun idea that any generation can really see themselves reflected in. But I think with each iteration, they continue to expand upon ideas of diversity and inclusion and self-acceptance. And I just think all of those themes are really timeless. Absolutely. Now, as we mentioned earlier, this is also a musical. How yeah. rigorous was the audition process when it came to the musical aspect and the dance, the choreography of the movie? Yes. So the audition process for me included um, a self-tape of, I think, three or four of the scenes, which I then had two subsequent callbacks mm -hmm. uh, after my original tape. And that also included a song of my choice. I had to sing about a minute of a song 
um, I chose The Man by Taylor Swift nice. because I thought what better to represent Cleo Denial than a song about a woman imagining how much more pow powerful she would be if only she were a man. Yeah. Um, and then for the three leads, I know that they also had to submit a dance tape. Um, and they, I think Mia, who plays Claudine, and Case, who plays Deuce, I think they even did um, a chemistry read on Zoom where they had to sing a duet together. Wow. And we're all familiar with Zoom, yeah. so I think we can all respect how difficult that would have been to just be in harmony with one another, but they did it. Absolutely, and it came out great on the screen. Now, when you guys got yeah. to filming... How much time was spent on the choreography? I know there's a scene in the classroom where you partake in the choreography as well. How intense was, you know, just getting that choreography right? It was pretty intense. Uh, when we first arrived in Vancouver, which is where we shot the film, uh, we had two weeks of boot camp prep, which was completely devoted to learning the choreography, um, figuring out wardrobe, doing screen tests with the wigs and the makeup. Um, and then we started shooting. Okay. And, you know, two weeks, it may or may not sound like a lot of time, but we, uh, me, for sure, I could have used at least two months because <laughs> I, I needed the practice. But fortunately, we had some really amazing choreographers, so patient and so kind and so enthusiastic. And they were with us every step of the way, helping us learn the dances. It was definitely a lot of work in a really short amount of time. But I think having the whole team there really helped everybody get up uh -huh. to speed in time. Now, you play Cleo Denial, okay? Yeah. She comes across as your teen, popular, mean girl. Uh, mm -hmm. Did you sort of embrace that aspect of Cleo and run with it? Yeah, absolutely. You know, that's who she is. She's shameless about that. And um, that's what she's loved for in the existing... Uh, fandom you know so our our reimagination of the story definitely called upon that personality trait of hers you know she's got the attitude the boldness and the sass um and as an actor i'm trained never to judge the character mm -hmm. because the moment you start judging the character the further you get away from authentically portraying them yeah. so for me my work began by justifying her actions seeing where in her relationships and the dynamics with the people or the monsters around her um and her motives why is she behaving the way that she does um and once i plug in that way it's easy to just embrace embrace all of her quirks and her the full spectrum of her attitude and just have fun with it now cleopatra cleo denial is cleopatra now it's sort of hinted at at the movie but i do have this question for you is your character like a descendant of cleopatra is it the reincarnation of cleopatra how was that explained to you so that's a fantastic question. Um, I So I know that Cleo Denial is obviously inspired by the real life Cleopatra in our world. I have seen a few fan art designs that say Cleo Denial is the granddaughter of mm -hmm. Cleopatra. 
I'm not sure how true that is in canon, um, but I did have a pretty extensive conversation with uh, one of our executive producers, Adam Bonnet, about this because um, I really love doing research on the background of a character. And for Cleo, that also included learning about the real life of Cleopatra, her education, her family, and mm -hmm. her upbringing to plug that into Cleo Denial. Um, and Adam told me that in this world of Monster High, Cleo knows of the real life Cleopatra and she dislikes her because she doesn't want there to be a Cleo more famous than she is, oh. which I think is very in line with her. Exactly. Um, so I'm not sure whether or not they're related in this world. Um, but I think it was still really great to have that information to pull upon. Were you able to sort of throw in your own twist to the character of Cleo? Yeah, well, I don't want to take full credit for it because this whole thing was such a, a collaborative process. Um, but I did work a lot with Todd and Adam. And from the very beginning, uh, from, from the time I got the breakdown for the character, I remember it saying right in there, Cleo is not your average mean girl. We don't want you to play her like the Regina George or yeah. any of of hollywood's other um infamous mean girls so from the beginning i tried to think of how i could bring myself to the character to really put a more unique spin on her and something that i found in common with cleo is that we're both competitive in the sense of being very um academically inclined mm -hmm. so i pitched the idea to adam and todd let's make cleo you know, the top monster in her class. Yeah. And so those moments in the movie where you see Cleo comp competing with Frankie to be the first one to answer or trying to be two steps ahead and figure things out before everyone else, I think that's where her academic intellectual edge comes into play. Okay, that makes total sense. Now, what do you think Cleo is trying to prove? I mean, she seems like she's just as insecure as any other teen would be at Monster High, but it feels like Cleo has something extra that she's trying to prove. What do you think that is? Yeah, I think there's a lot there beneath her layers, pun intended. <laughs> um, because when you look at the other Monster High films, you see that there's a lot of tension and sibling rivalry between Cleo and her older sister, Nephra, yeah. and there's a lot of expectation from her father. Very similar to what Draculaura experiences in school um, with, you know, trying to be the top of her class because her father expects it. So I think Cleo definitely wants to be seen as an equal and mm -hmm. i think she has this facade of entitlement to tr to make herself feel you know better yeah when in actuality i think she is struggling like you said with those mm -hmm. feelings of insecurity and vulnerability and questioning whether she is enough once she strips down this facade and i think that this film is a really does a really great job of um showing us what Cleo could like at the end of this redemption arc exactly. and sort of putting her into, you know, what, what could the next few years of high school look like now that she has sort of embraced her vulnerabilities. And since you brought up redemption arc, what'd you think when you read the script of Cleo 
know, she does. I mean, Cleo is not a bad person. Let's just put that out there. She really isn't. But at the end, she, you know, teams up with her classmates to help protect everybody. And it, that is sort of her redemption arc. What do you think of that aspect of the story? Well, when I first read the script, I was actually really surprised. Um, spoiler alert, just in case anyone hasn't seen the movie. Um, I was pretty positive that Cleo was the villain. Oh. So I was shocked when it wasn't. And I won't say who it is in case people haven't seen it yet. Um, but I... I really admired how we get to see this other side of her at the end um, and her wrapped up mummy heart sort of melts when Claudine goes out of her way and puts her own safety at risk mm -hmm. to rescue Cleo. I think that is when Cleo really sees, oh, you know, maybe I don't need to garner friendship from fear mongering. Maybe mm -hmm. I can just spread love like this new monster at school because it seems to be working out pretty well for her oh definitely now what i think is great is that this takes real everyday uh aspects of teenage life and puts it in the fun setting of a monsters in high school but it, it it's a realized message to kids hey it's okay to be different uh do you yeah. like that that theme that undertone of the story yeah, I love that. I think that's at its heart what Monster High is really all about. Mm -hmm. um, I think we see that in their slogan, be unique, be yourself, be a monster, or be yourself, be unique. I always forget the order <laughs> that it goes in. Um, but yeah, I think that ultimately that's really what viewers want to see. And somehow, I don't know the psychology about it, but... I think somehow it's more digestible when you're not seeing actual teenagers, yeah. you're seeing monster teenagers. So it's easier to engage with. It's more entertaining that exactly. way. It adds that fun element but, to it. Exactly. But I think with that really important message underneath, I mean, there's just, there's such a beating heart to this film. Mm -hmm. And I think that, that um, the film that we made during production really translated into the final product yeah. and so i'm really thrilled about that now there's a overarching theme as well about humans are the enemy in the movie uh mm -hmm. until well we're not going to give anything away but you know if uh any hu humans are a danger to us uh why do you think that element is so important to be put into the story yeah i think that um i think that's really important for this specific story again i won't say or actually no i guess it, it is revealed in sort of the the breakdown of the story but we know that claudine is half human and mm -hmm. half werewolf so the film really follows her struggling with these two adverse sides of herself that shouldn't coexist according to the rules at Monster High. Yeah. But within herself, they do. And she sort of brings in this fresh perspective of open-mindedness. Oh, maybe not all humans are bad. Maybe we're stereotyping an yeah. entire group of people and maybe that's not really the best thing to do. So... I think that is why that message is so important, just so that it can then be um, overcome by mm -hmm. the end of the film. Uh, and that's really 
Claudine's objective, whether or not she knows it at the beginning of the movie. And it leads to total acceptance by the end for everyone. Now, you've been acting professionally for a lot of years now. Is Monster High, would you say Monster High is something completely different from what you've done in the past? Um, I wouldn't say it's completely different. Actually, you know, you never really know the trends of something until you can kind of st take a step back and see, oh, yeah, that is kind of a pattern. But I actually have done quite a few Halloween-y type shows. Mm -hmm. um, for instance, last year, I uh, portrayed a teenage mischievous witch named Luna in a Disney Plus series called Just Beyond. And um, I was actually able to take a lot of what I learned about Luna and attribute it to Cleo, because nice. I think the two share quite a few similarities. Um, and before that, I was in another um, Halloween-type show that's for probably a little bit of an older age group, just mm -hmm. because it is a little scarier. And that was called The Birch on Facebook Watch. Yeah, yeah. Now, Todd Holland is the director of Monster High, what did he do with you guys to sort of keep the mood light on the set so it reflects in your work and it comes out the way it did, a very fun, entertaining movie? Honestly, um, the most work that Todd did was casting each of us perfectly, in my opinion, <laughs> because, first of all, every castmate and honestly every crew member, every person on that set was just so enthusiastic and excited to be there. But especially the cast members, I mean, we just became such a little family throughout the film. Mm -hmm. And um, we would just look around constantly throughout, you know, scenes um, and just be like, oh my gosh, you're you're so Heath right now or you're so Laguna. And just because each actor had so many little quirks mm -hmm. and idiosyncrasies that they brought to their characters and it was the overlap was insane. So I think Todd really, I mean, it's an understatement to say that he has an eye for these things yeah. because he just knew, you know? You guys um, all clicked. We all clicked. And yeah, other than that, I think he just really fostered an environment where we felt free to play and bring something new for each take. We did a lot of rehearsals and um, improvisational exercises in the, the boot camp weeks um, where we got to explore the histories of our characters and Todd facilitated all of that. So from the get-go, I think he really wanted this to feel like a safe space where we could feel free to explore and bring these characters to life. This is a great film. Uh, Jai, I want to thank you for coming on here and just sharing some of your stories. This is a great family movie. It's entertaining. If you have kids, they're going to love it as well. The adults are going to love it. It's, it's just fun, entertaining. It's musical. I enjoyed it very much. I have three older kids. They're in their late teens. But it brought me back to the days when I would sit and watch TV with my kids as well. So it was it was uh, sort of a stroll back to memory lane. Thank you so much, Jai. Do you have any final thoughts you want to share before we go? Thank you so much for having me. I just hope that everybody really enjoys the film. It's a great Halloween movie, but I think it really applies to any time mm -hmm. of year as well. So it does. Thank it does. you. I want to thank our audience, those of you who are tuning in live and those of you who will be watching this later on. On behalf of Jai and myself, stay safe and stay walking, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.